again to our Meet the Pastors podcast, a podcast designed here to help connect our church community across the world to the latest news, direction, and the special people at the Nation's Church in Suwon, South Korea. Again, I'm Young Ho Park, and today we have with us Pastor Joe Harris. Well, hello, Pastor Joe. Good to have you with us. Good morning, Young Ho. I'm really actually excited for our time together today because it seems like every time we get a chance to speak, I hear testimony after testimony of what God is doing in these young children's hearts. And I'm just hoping we can fill up some of our time to share with our listeners today um, all that I've been encouraged with and get them in on the wonderful action that God is doing. So I'm really excited for us to do that today. But maybe to start off with, I wanted to ask you to perhaps explain a little bit of how our children's ministry at the Nations is set up. Because I believe it's a little bit uncommon. Uh, uh, God gave us a really unique vision for the children's ministry, I believe. So would you mind explaining that to our listeners today of how it's set up? Sure. Um... Of course, at the Nations, we believe that our mission and our mandate is to raise laborers. Mm. So when we look at the church, as you know, then we don't just think adults. We think every age spectrum. Mm. And so from the youngest through the oldest, they are, as they know Jesus Christ as their savior, right away they become his laborer. Mm. And so it's our job to raise them in awareness of God, of his goodness, of his love, and just that they are actually ambassadors, even at three years old, of his love and his goodness, wow. even in their little yujoans and kindy classes. It starts right there from that very young age. And so that's our heartbeat mm-hmm. for the children, but it's exactly the same as for the adults. Mm. So There's no difference at all. No difference. As God's children, we're one. Oh, that's right. And it's Him working through us. It's not our age. It's not our experience. It's not our ability, our education, any of those things that qualifies us. Mm. It's Christ in us. Amen. And so as they experience God, they have all that an adult has really. <laughs> They just don't know how to maybe express that in quoting this verse or mm. connecting the dots in a complicated sometimes way. And actually, their uncomplication makes it more life-giving sometimes. So true, so true. Because it's simple, it's real. They don't try and manufacture anything. They don't try and say it a special way. So I love it. When I hear them speaking or praying and you're like, God's real to them. Mm-hmm. And so for us, that's how we've set things up that on purpose, we want them to be able to take their place in the life of the church from a young age. So um, we have discussion groups mm-hmm. and the older ones help the younger ones. I see. We also do some mix of um, some Korean discussion while learning and understanding English words so there becomes comprehension of what they're being taught, which is wonderful for the Korean children who are learning two languages together to really gain comprehension. 
So we try and support them in that and mm. raise them to help one another. And by the time they get to our unlimited group, which is grade three up, the older ones actually become the discussion leaders. My goodness. So they are leading the small group split after the main teaching. They're coming early, joining in the vision team meeting, preparing to lead these, praying for the young people. It's wonderful. So it really sounds like the children are quite active, not only in the learning process, but also in the teaching process and ministering to one another. So what, what would you say the role of the adults are, or the teachers or the helpers in this structure and setup? Obviously, in the younger group, mm-hmm. um, we're just encouraging the older members in the group to be encouraging to the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, So starting to build that watchfulness, that care, that encouragement for the younger ones. So they have an adult discussion leader and an assistant because there's still bathroom trips and all sorts of things that needs to happen with young children and helping with activity-based learning that they do. So um, we need two adults per group with those ones. I see. And by the time it gets to the older group, we only have one group that's actually adult-led discussion. Ah. And the others are all led by the young people themselves. And whoever is the lead teacher goes and just sits in. And as a support to them, they can draw that lead teacher in at any time to their group discussion if they've got stuck somewhere, um, if they want to ask another question. Um, but they just go in, support, mm-hmm. listen, drop in a thought or a question, and have the joy of hearing yeah. God alive in the young people themselves. Pastor Joe, it just sounds like it's quite an empowering environment. It's an atmosphere to really enable these young kids to be able to interact with the Word of God and to be able to be ministers, to be these laborers. It's really encouraging to hear that. Now, do you get children who are a little bit apprehensive? Because I don't know if there's a lot of past experiences that, you know, some of these kids and even even uh, the parents can draw from of saying, oh, this is like this. It, it seems, like I said in the beginning, a little bit uncommon. So do you get any concerns on the children's part or the or the parents' part in regards to this? We haven't had any concern parent-wise as as I'm aware, parents have been very supportive Wonderful. to their children taking that place. And we support them very well by they have their lesson ahead, mm-hmm. a week ahead. They take it away. They read through it. They make notes mm-hmm. on what's going to be the discussion. And then they come to our vision team meeting and we talk about that. What's God been speaking to you through this lesson? Is your looked at some of these questions and you've looked at the lesson you know and you've thought about it because our main aim is not to answer the question right Mm. but to actually look at that question and see what is the truth that God's trying to teach us Mm. and so to try and process that and then apply it to our everyday lives that's wonderful So it's set up that way. We're not looking for just a right answer, Mm -hmm. but looking for them to know God is speaking to me and these are things he's saying to me. 
So that can actually create different answers. That's right. Because what God's saying through the same story to the children can be slight differences to that. And so we're trying to help the young people understand that God is speaking to all of us and to help their group know God is talking to us. What is he saying? Wow. It's, and it's, such a, it's a message of he's very personal and he speaks to us personally, isn't it? What, would you, what is now, right now, um, the theme of the children's ministry and what the children are learning and digesting and trying to hear from God on? What is the topic these days? Well, it really started from last summer when we set up what we called boot camp. Okay. That everybody who's asked Jesus Christ to be part of their life is in his army. Everyone who uh, wants to become a soldier goes to something called boot camp. Uh-huh. And at the end of boot camp, then they're either part of the army or they're not part of the army. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, God would never reject anyone from his army. So we made that very clear <laughs> that God's never going to say, you cannot join my army. Right. His arms are wide open Amen. and wants everybody to come close to him. But that, you know, in boot camp, what they find out is what's in my heart. And so we did many different activities and we learned about ourselves. And we learned that God, when he comes in, he will transform our hearts. Mm -hmm. And from there we went into learning about good seed and bad seed and how things sow into our life. And from there we went on then into the armor of God. And we're now concluding this whole series Mm -hmm. at the end of June as we've gone into we win by God's love. That as we experience his love and the work of his spirit within our hearts, then so it becomes natural to give that love away. It's our experience, it's our life, and then that will flow outwards. And so this is where these great stories are coming from. Yeah, I I am hearing that. So how, how are you hearing some of those stories? How are kids and the children there? Um, taking that to heart and how are they giving away that love? Are you hearing these in a practical way? Very much so. Right in the youngest class with one little boy who's five years old, for instance, his mom was actually laughing and chatting to me and she said, you know, she was talking to her son and um, there was somebody who was being a little bit mean and cranky And um, so she was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't play with them today. They're a bit cranky. And the little boy looked up and he said, Mommy, Jesus loves them. He's patient. He always has time for people. His love has patience. So I think we should play with them. (laughs) So mom was laughing. She's like, you were right. As he was speaking the word of God. And he said, because mommy... He said, Jesus loved Zacchaeus. He was patient with him when other people said he was doing bad things. Beautiful. So he'd taken in that story of Zacchaeus. And that while the crowd said, Jesus won't want to go to his house. And Jesus says, I'm coming to your house. I want to be with you. Mm. And how Jesus' love changed him because 
he wanted to know that love, that acceptance, and Jesus gave it to him. Right. And so he could relate that with his everyday life. Totally. So, uh, five years old. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I, was the parent able to comment a little bit on their just impact to hear their five-year-old child speak the truths of God in such a real way? They said that really touched their heart. Mm. And they said, actually, they said sorry to their son and wow. said, Mommy was wrong. Wow. And you're right. Okay. This is what Jesus says. He does want us to love everybody. And how that's impacting them as they're hearing that, thinking about that. Um, and, you know, it's so easy for us to love people mm-hmm. who are easy to love or if they're being kind and good towards us, it's so easy to fall into them traps of judging without any intention to do that, isn't it? Yes. Um, and then you hear that simplicity from a child that Jesus loves everyone. Yes. With such sincerity, too. And we're going to do that, demonstrate it right away. That's right. That is just so, so real to life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was not just uh, just what is it kind of those memory verses that sometimes kids learn and they just recite for a reward of some kind, even though I think those things can be very valuable. Um, but this just takes it to a totally different level. I mean, what it mm-hmm. reminds me of a little bit is some of the I think the implicit messages we get about teaching children that really we have to um, dilute the word of God in such a way so they can understand it at a level where it's it's simple but i don't know if that's what's happening here i feel i sense the richness and the wholeness of god's word and who he is being implanted into children's hearts um do you have any do you run into any people's like teachers or who come into the lessons do they have any concerns about teaching some real big truths like these to little hearts i think that if we want children to know the God of the Bible by their own experience, rather than just being able to recite Bible stories, mm. then we have to give God a big space to be in the classroom. Mm. And he's able to reveal himself to the children. Amen. You know, think about when the disciples tried to keep the children away from Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus says, no, no. Because you come as a little child Mm -hmm. to my kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, you know, you're going to have to be more childlike. That's right. (laughs) You're going to have to, like, lose some of that smart thinking of analyzing and processing in human ways and and come with a more openness of heart. And so when we stand in that classroom, we just see that big space. Yes. Yes. Amen. And if God can fill that now, young Ho, mm-hmm. then they raise to actually take their place in main service, in the body, because it's just become part of their life. You know, um, one of our big concerns is in thinking about churches. Many times it's at youth age mm-hmm. that you get lots of youth who stop attending church. Mm. And... Um, Unless there's something very um, entertaining, very action-packed, 
then and where they just connect together for themselves, mm. they find it very hard to take their place really as adults in the life of the church. And so they want youth service and then they want young adult service um, and still find that's the biggest fall away. And then maybe some years later, maybe in the 30s, people come back to church. Mm. And you get this big drop-off point between youth, young adult, and then maybe coming back later in at church. It makes a lot of sense. You know, even the, the verse that comes to my mind is train a child as he or she should go and they will not depart from it. And if you're training a child to be kind of entertainment focused, then that's what they will be learning and, and seeking out. Um, not because they believe that it's, you know, it's anything bad in heart, but it's just that's sometimes what we're exposed to when we go towards the things that we're exposed to. Wow, that is amazing. So we just want them to, as you say, be exposed to God. Amen. Then He is the hiding place. That's yeah, right. Then as adults, why would you, it not be normal that you just take your place in His family because you already have? That's right. Another one that uh, I'm, I'm just recalling is in this theme of giving God's love away. Um, it seems like it matched with forgiveness, which is a pretty important topic, I believe, whether you're a child or an adult. Absolutely. This is, can be so difficult, I think, for people to really understand the heart of God mm. and forgiveness. And uh, I remember you kind of mentioning a little testimony about a child and forgiveness. Do you remember that story? Could yes. You, could you share that uh, with us? We have a few stories about children and forgiveness. Cause as you say, that's difficult. In the younger group we have, um, with like a young child really um, having to face some difficult things. You know, for um, a child, just a little bit of being pushed or um, being hurt in some way, just by their friends in school, which is part of everyday life, you, you say. But that requires forgiveness. It does. To build relationship, doesn't it? It's the small things. It's not just the big things. Forgiveness is every day, isn't it? I was going to say it's a constant life walk. And so I know that this young guy and the younger one, just through his forgiving heart, recognizing that Jesus keeps forgiving, has really impacted some people in his little school. And then in our older group... um, there's a, a young man, I call him a young man because he's um, one of our discussion leaders and I see them as young people, not really as children. Mm-hmm. You know, I just see them as God's children in his army, Amen. these young people. And he was just praying back at Easter time as God had spoken to his heart as we relooked at the cross and how God takes away all of my heart, all the good I try to do to get things right yeah. and the bad things I do. And he tips it all out and he puts his heart and his spirit in us and what that looks like. And we looked at that through 1 Corinthians 13. It's patient, it's kind, and just all those things. It's not jealous. And so we just talked a lot about that and how God is his heart of unconditional love. And he really prayed that God would give him a forgiving heart Mm. as we recognize there'll be something 
that the Holy Spirit is showing us that he's putting in our heart. Mm. And we want to see that take its full work in us. And this young man prayed for that. Um, and he's been noticing somebody in his school. Well, I say noticing. You know how sometimes there's characters around us um, and it seems like for whatever character traits they have, they can be the ones who get picked on mm-hmm. um, just because of some differences. Right, sad but true. Right. Yes, and so he was starting to recognize that God was asking him to be the one who would treat this person differently. Wow. And even though they did some unusual things, um, he wanted to have that forgiving heart that he'd been asking God and to see him through God's eyes. And so he's been reaching out to this young man just with love. Praise God. And so that story's not finished yet, young. Yes. <laughs> or any of ours, you know what I'm saying? It's just continual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just one of the younger ones in that older group, and then in our prayer time just the other week, I was just stayed in one of our youngest discussion group ages in there, and everyone in the group, there's seven in that group, young children, and they just spoke about people who in their class, who they see for some reason gets left out and starting to recognize why they got left out Mm. and the differences that caused them to be left out. Mm. And then this young girl said, she said, you know, I hadn't been talking to this boy, but she said, I was really hearing God reminding me to be his friend. So she said, so I've been going to sit beside him to help Mm. him. And so each one was starting to talk about how their eyes were opening to see people the way God sees them Mm. and to give away the love they were experiencing from God. And so we heard seven little stories of them all recognizing children who God was helping them to see that they could give his love away to. Incredible. And so my heart was just filled with joy. Amen. How can it not be? You know, (laughs) they're experiencing God's love, and right away now they're all calling out, you know, will God ever be angry with me? No, he won't. Mm -hmm. Does God always want to listen to me? Yes. Amen. He always wants to be close to me. Wow. He always will be closer and work in my heart and love me and help me. And, you know, so they're learning to process and experience the love of That's God. That's right. And the love of God being a real thing. I mean, that they're experiencing that it's the love of God is powerful, that it's mm-hmm. unlimited, mm-hmm. and that it is transforming. Absolutely. And, and that mm-hmm. the, it's, they just can easily give away because... They have so much more of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's capturing in my heart of just them being able to not just see that in the Bible pages, but see that in their own lives at school and with their moms and dads and, and other people in their life. This is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. And, and, you know, we've got a wonderful worship leader in our church called Young Men. 
and he's been helping us with some songs mm -hmm. for the groups and um, about love. And he's actually written one for the younger group wow. to kind of rap beat, so it's fun. Uh -huh. About love is patient, love is kind, I choose to L-O-V-E, and they love that. Uh -huh. And so, but they're getting those words of the scriptures into them. Amen. And then in the older group, one of our theme songs for this series has been about start a love war. Mm. And one of the lines in there sings, when I hear their lies about you can't love this way, mm. people come and go saying, you can't love this way. Mm. And I say, watch me. Wow. When I hear their lies, and we talk about what those lies are. Wonderful. Those lies of why we wouldn't love. Mm. And turning that to, why would we not? Amen. When we experience this wonderful love of God, then why would we not? How could we not? Amen. I can just imagine, Pastor Joe, that as some people are listening to this podcast today, that they might have children, or they may not. And they're like, I, I want to get involved. Uh, I want to see more of this, at least, you know, be able to observe. How can they do that? How, what's the easiest access point for somebody to check out the children's ministry at the Nations? Obviously, just come along, talk to us. Okay. Um, if a parent wanted to come and see a group in action, they would be welcome to sit at the back and see that in action. All right. Um, we would let them do that. We wouldn't want too many at one time. That throws the sure. young people themselves but you'll off. Moderate it can be that. distracting. Mm -hmm. But if someone wanted to see that, if they wanted to get involved in helping, mm -hmm. of course we would go through the commitments and the heartbeat of that. Mm -hmm. But we love people being involved and people who have become involved, they say the lessons have spoken so deep to their own hearts too. I could only imagine, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. So that's really just about being able to connect with you or one of the children. Danielle. Danielle as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know she's quite um yeah, she should really in, be here yeah. having this conversation <laughs> she's, she's pretty crucial to this whole yeah she's ministry isn't she absolutely yeah so mm. pastor joe or danielle and maybe they can find out more and in, in terms of level of involvement or even just having their children be a part of one of those ministries yes and you know if you're listening to this podcast and your child's having a hard time in any way then come talk to us. Mm. And if you've got people you know and their children are having a hard time and they're not already involved in a church, then bring them to us and we'll love them. Amen. And the children will love them too. Amen. Well, great parting words. I feel like, Pastor Joe, you and I can sit here and talk for another hour easily about what the amazing things that God is doing. Unfortunately, just... To keep this succinct, we'll go ahead and close out here. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, too. And we'll hope to have another time where we can get an update about what God is doing in this ministry. But as for now, thank you for joining us, and hope we can see you here next time. See you again. Have a great God-blessed day.